Yeah, my my office is flooded again. Just so you know, just real happy. Well, they about did that. turn on the pumps. They made that news announcement. Uh, why don't you leave them on? <laughs> oh, I heard that uh, someone forgot to flip the switch. You're kidding me. Am don't, I? I, I <laughs> am I? <laughs> Apparently, there is a switch that is uh there's a uh, this is just my understanding is yeah. there is a switch that um each week someone's supposed to flip it i don't know if they have different people but um, <laughs> like one of those big orange <laughs> like turning frankenstein no, on? like a, a light switch it's uh you know kind of i don't know that's what i've that's what I heard. I just go by what I hear, and what I hear is usually right. But even if it's they a te- that... technological switch, they somehow you have to engage it. Yeah. Every okay. Week. Well, that makes sense because there was more water this time than the last. There was more rain the la- that last event, and this one, I mean, the water came up yards more than it did the last time. Trying to yeah, get out. I'm not pad. sure who in the city is responsible now for technically turning that switch on each night. It's kind of like leaving your room, make sure you hit the switch. <laughs> Scoo. <laughs> wow. You know, tech technology goes so far, but evidently part of that whole new station is making sure someone flips it. Well, I heard so that they, they save cut- they save money from the electricity for something like if it's supposed to kind of there's weather coming so you're supposed to flip it on yeah so it uh, i heard it wasn't supposed to come on until october they flipped no, on the old pumps yeah i don't know what uh, but that's apparently how it is and okay you know or i don't know i heard also that um the rats in the uh, the little wheels that run the machine they didn't feed them or something and uh yeah, they were just tired. It's so, one big cement habit trail. Nobody told them that there was rain coming. I think the problem was that they they thought it, it was the forecast originally it was like high winds, not rain. Yeah. But um, evidently, just that switch wasn't flipped. Scoop. That's uh, again with my connections in the city. That's what I. Heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and weather. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with the voice of the Lake Forest High School basketball, football, lacrosse, chess, team, soccer, badminton, water polo, skill. Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers and listeners just like you, like Shark Guy Beach Fishing, Premier South Florida Beach Fishing Experience on Alonco Key, Florida. Your world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for your next charter. We'd also like to say thankful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Moonback from the Church of the Holy Spirit. Matt A. Elizabeth C., Coast of Lance, Otto, Artie M., Broadstop Breakfast Group of Kenosha, Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha, 
Greentown Tavern in Waukegan, Johnny C. And welcoming our newest supporter, the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Walker, how you doing, Scoop? Good, Pete. How are you today? Beautiful fall day. The beautiful fall day. Speaking of falling, man, how about the trees? All right, that, huh? Wow! Holy cow! I, I I've never seen anything like that. Uh, lightning strikes. Trees not happy. De- Decade-year-old trees just snapped in half like a twig. Was it a microburst yeah, or? A lot of folks uh, probably are aware that, you know, we talk about updrafts and downdrafts within a thunderstorm. The updraft supplies the heat, the moisture it needs to thrive. The downdraft is that cold air. And they will work side by side. But what happens is after a bit of time, and this updraft can no longer support everything that's pushing into the thunderstorm, that cold air and the rain will then accelerate towards the ground. The updraft can no longer support the thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is beginning to collapse. You'll hear me refer to it that way. That air that's accelerating towards the ground has to go somewhere. So it spreads out and it spreads out and it moves at about upwards of 100 to 150 miles per hour. And it can move out in all directions. Typically, you find it probably no more than about two or three miles. But again, that is what the microburst is. And these will produce... Uh, the damage similar to a tornado. So there's something uh, not to be uh, messed around with. Yeah, I don't know if it was a microburst. It just had high winds, man. It happens. It pissed Mother Nature off. <laughs> I mean, the Windy City. So, well, you know, I'm just doing my tour around town, you know, the morning after, and uh, Big, big tree, big black marks. Uh, that was for sure lightning, man. I saw that, yeah. I'm like, oh. wow, wow. Yeah. May God well, strike me. Uh, I, again, according to who I taught my city contacts, yeah. that wasn't lightning, but I guess that homeowner wanted that tree down. So timing-wise, they had a blowtorch or something on it, and the wind just kind of snapped. That's where the black... The burning you see on there. Why you do that? Just what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Do, do we need more? Do I need more emails? <laughs> All I heard, I heard that tree. They were kind of arguing whether the tree should come down or not. And gee, That's how one ironic! Way to do it. No That's lightning in the area, but it looks like there. You know, there's like a burn mark there that. I, I heard it was a blowtorch. I'm not sure. You can don't quote me on it, but uh, just my uh, contacts. Hey, everybody, on a serious note, check out your trees in your backyard. Make sure that they're sturdy and safe. If you got any questions, check out Corey, 847-810-3564. He is the head tree dude for Lake Forest. Met him today, straight up dude, knows his stuff. Point out some things in my backyards, and I said I would spread the word to the city of Lake Forest and our podcast. Get your trees checked now. In the meantime, check out this video from Mayor George and Corey. George Pantaleon, Mayor of Lake Forest. One of the things that makes Lake Forest so special is the beauty of our urban forest, which is part of our name. While we benefit from the beauty of all these gorgeous old trees, they do require a fair amount of maintenance and care. Many of them are over 100 years old and can't be replaced in our lifetime. I've heard a lot of questions from neighbors over the last months about what's going on with our trees, 
uh, with over 1,200 new families in town, a lot of us are new to the basics of taking care of mature trees. So I'm here today in Triangle Park with our city forester, Corey Wirama, and we're going to try to answer some questions that you may have about how to manage your tree, uh, your tree inventory. Welcome, Corey, and um, maybe you could start off by giving us a little information about what the forestry section does for the city. Sure. Uh, we have quite a few responsibilities, um, but our primary responsibility is uh, maintaining uh, 30,000 trees that are scattered throughout our parkways and in our parks. I've noticed quite a few large dead trees around town. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what might be going on there? Uh, it's, it's really a hard question to answer because there's a lot of variables that go into diagnosing uh, tree diseases and tree health. Uh, I do, however, feel that there is a common denominator of environmental stress that's played a major role in some species decline over the last few years. Uh, when you think about it, we've had really wet springs uh, for the last six or seven years, um, with the exception of last year where we had uh, a pretty significant drought. And then, so when you kind of parlay those together and you get uh, compound those uh, year after year after year, that adds a lot of stress to certain species and we're certainly seeing that throughout uh, uh, our urban canopy. Well, we've heard about the emerald ash borer and we got through that a few years ago and lost most of our green ash trees. Um, luckily, they grow back quickly, but uh, the oak trees, not so much. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about what might be happening with the oak trees specifically? Sure, so we, we are really concentrating on four different issues that we're seeing in a lot of the oak trees. Uh, oak wilt is always a number one concern because of how fast it does spread. Uh, so we're always monitoring for that. Uh, Burr oak blight, uh, we tested positive for that about 10 years ago. So uh, that's always a concern. We, we have not seen a lot of it recently, but um, it's always something that we continue to monitor. It's, it's a late season fungus, meaning that it, the trees look really good for the last, you know, up until middle of summer, and then they, they start to brown up and, and premature leaf drop. Uh, Bur oak blight is treatable. It's not like oak wilt. Oak wilt is not treatable, but bur oak blight you can treat with the fungicide treatment in the early spring. Um, so it's something that uh, is not necessarily detrimental to the overall health, but it does weaken the tree. So Corey, what should residents do if they notice their trees uh, struggling? Um, is there anything they can do for themselves? Um, are, is there uh, one treatment or another that's more effective? Um, and maybe talk a little bit about who they have to, who they should contact because not all tree maintenance companies are the same. Sure. Um, my, my suggestion would be to contact a certified arborist once they see any change in any of their trees. Um, have them come out, do an assessment of the property, uh, have them develop a plant health care plan for your property with the trees, and then um, maybe do a little homework and call another company out to do the same thing. What you may notice is that the diagnosis may be the same, but the treatment strategies may be different and plant care health or plant health care being expensive, you may want to grab as much data as you can to make that uh, correct decision. And they can certainly uh, visit the city's uh, forestry webpage and uh, we have information posted that talks about some of those um, insects and diseases that we talked about earlier. Great, well I know one of the things uh, some of my neighbors have done over the years is for pruning in particular, banding together and launching a, a joint bid with six or seven or five or even three neighbors because a big part of the cost 
is tied up in just getting all the people and equipment there to do the work. Right. And it really drives the cost down. So that's another strategy people could use yeah. to, for, to for save some money. For plant healthcare, for right. sure. Uh, we are um, trying to trying to deal with some of the complications of, of living with this urban forest of ours. It's one of our most important natural assets. It's one of our great treasures in town. And uh, but we all bear a responsibility for taking care of what's on our property. And uh, this is a special thing that many of us are not used to. So please take advantage of the information that's on the city website. And uh, hopefully this video has been helpful to you. Thank you. And then, uh, so the morning after I'm walking, I go by the lake and then, oh dear, there is a deer. A female there? I, I didn't check, but it was like 10 feet away from me, looking me square in the eyes and wagging its tail. <laughs> Did you have I'm, your antler hat on? on. <laughs> but I mean, it was right by the... You know, the uh, upper bluff or the beach, you know, they got that right. little bench there. And I'm just walking by and there's a, you got the bluff, you got this deer and you got me walking by and it's just looking at me, wag, 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 wag. Like, <laughs> come here, little boy. Let me uh, kick you down the, the thing there. <laughs> like, I'm going to go this way. And then it just trotted off. And I don't know if it went down the bluff or whatever, but I, I've never seen. Just from what I've heard. <laughs> you <laughs> School, I'm going to put it right here. This deer, hey everybody, red light on, broadcasting. It's it was wagging its tail and a, a, it looked like a very tall dog, very tall dog. So, school, the uh, first football game of the year, I I happened to catch it. What was going on behind the scenes there? I, I have a few that's, notes. That's funny that you caught it because there was a lot of miscatches during that game. Uh. <laughs> Now, according to what I heard. Yeah. Well, let's let's throw up a couple names here just to see if it, this will be, you know, common names as the weeks go on. Rocco Caputo. That's a hell of a name for a football player. Wide receiver, right. Scoo? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Rocco Caputo. I thought that was interesting. Uh Danny Dimes, I don't know what his real name is, but uh, he's a sophomore quarterback. He was uh, taken over Danny for Robert Dimes. Passanato. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. The reason I say Danny Dimes, remember, I'm watching this on the, you know, the online version, and there's like. Uh -huh. Two 14-year-old kids doing a play-by-play. -play, like that can change. And now oh, the scouts have possession Dimes. again. Way better okay, field position. Right? And they are electric on the well, field. They call him Danny Dimes. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, but I know you're in the booth. But anybody out there, first of all, go to the game, unlike myself. Uh, but if you can't go, these 14-year-old kids, I don't know where they're from, but they definitely have leeway on their announcing. Yeah, they do a good job. They're... They're, they've been doing it for a while, but I, I don't hear it, so I, I don't. Yeah, know what, I, I, uh, but I hear you I, on there, and you're, you, you know, all I could think all night when I went to bed was, how the hell do I get a slush in a logo cup? I'm telling you, that was. Oh. <laughs> what flavor? Just wet my whistle. Raspberry. Raspberry or blue raspberry? Blue raspberry was the. When uh, you stick your tongue out, and it's like, ah. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was a good, good uh, attendance for the first game. I kind of wish 
and I've wished this for a long time that uh, a lot of these varsity sports, I wish the um, fans wouldn't leave at halftime. Uh, they pack the stands, but unfortunately, yeah. um, a lot of them come for the halftime entertainment, whether it's the cheerleaders or the Palmers, or this week they had, uh, last week they had a um, uh, lower level uh, cheerleading clinic. Yeah. But um, I tell you what, the kids play much better when the stands are packed and the first half they're packed. And then it was like, you know, a mad rush to get out of there. And it was a close game, but this has been kind of the MO at the high school forever. We joke about it. It's like, okay, back to us and wait till halftime's over. Yeah. And um, it's sad. I mean, if you're going to go stay for the whole game, cheer the kids on. I mean, let give, them kids... a to, give them a reason I mean, to stay. Well, there's a reason to stay. They're, they're, they're supporting the high school. And they're, well, what I'm know. saying is, like, colleges, <laughs> they have something going on at, after the game, you know. Yeah, it's not college, though. It's high school. and you know, It's entertainment. It's, yeah, well, that's what football is. I mean, come stay. You know, you're coming to the game. Why not stay? Right. Uh, I mean, that wasn't a blowout. Well. <laughs> why not stay? <laughs> You got all these kids lower level doing their cheerleading thing. Why not stay? Why yeah. they had to bolt at halftime? So this lower level cheerleading, this was after the game? No, halftime. Yeah, they did it at halftime. Okay. Yeah, with the cheerleaders. And they do that every year. They do certain things at halftime, you know. But more often than not, the fickle fans bolt at halftime and, you know, stay. Mr. Fickle. I mean, it's, right only, it's only a half half an hour more i mean it's 12 minute quarters i mean share your the fan you know kids love to have stands packed right but just my well, opinion I, I and believe you. me at at 8 30 at night there's nowhere that people have to go if they've already committed to going to the football game well they <laughs> gotta go like, to bed so they can go jog in the morning school i mean it's Come out, support the scouts, support your high school, support your local teams, have fun. You know, they have a rock and time. They have a rock and time in the stands for a half. Why can't you continue it? You know, everything's going to stay open later on. You're not going to miss anything going anywhere else. But if you come to the game, stay. It's fun to watch and the kids love it. Support them. Don't bolt I, I agree. I agree. You can you can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first. So what I'm saying is maybe at the at the end have something, you know. I don't know. It a band's uh the band's giveaway. There. The band's there. Giveaways are at ha- during the game. <laughs> at the 50, end of 50 the game. raffles. Why do you need something at the end of the game? That's when people leave. Well, the, the game's know- over. Well, the pri- must be present to get the prize, man. Just ideas, you know. I got it. Don't. Here's my idea: stay for the game. If you're going to pay for the to get in the game, stay for the rest of the whole game. How about this? Stay for the whole game, get a free slushie at the end of the game. Stay for the game, and then go to the bo- the concession stands and support the boosters during the game. There's nothing at the end of the game. That's a Pete, that's a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> if, you're, if you're at the game, yeah. stay. Why? <laughs> that's, 
I'm just saying these people are leaving. It's like, I got to go to bed. So why it's am not, I going to? It's not going to bed, Pete. You're trying to be funny. It's not going to bed. It's 830. Friday night. Stay in sport. You, you, you felt worth it to come out for half. Stay for the rest of the half. All right. Period. I got to have you a want drink. Food, get, well, that's <laughs> bring really a flask. What, boys. No, you can't bring a flask. <laughs> it, I mean, the bars are going to stay open, uh, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes later. I mean, your kids aren't going to bed at 830 or 8 right. o'clock. Right. Stay for the game, cheer on the teams, support your high school, and show scout spirit. Don't bolt or don't come. Oh, it's pretty bold. You want me to keep that in there, Scoo? Well, I mean, there's reason. Yeah, the f- kids love playing to the fans and seeing the stands full and all that. You know, it's a mass exodus at halftime and it's a close game. Right. No, I'm saying. I, I hear you. Hey, stick around. Fun. Stick around. Okay, well, there's no reason you had to go. Some people say though, that's fine, but you know, why not stay? Seems like they're all fan. having a fun. Seems like they're all the fans are having a great time the first two quarters. Well, <laughs> stick around. Well, has anybody asked why they let, why they leave? Well, I don't have people asking. I I, I can tell you why they're. I just told you why they're leaving because they're there for supporting uh, certain. Um, parts of the activities that night. So what if they had those activities at the end of the game instead of halftime? Hmm? I, I don't know. Just I, I'm say, Bad idea. I'm saying it's at halftime and stay for the game. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Nothing else. Okay. Not looking for any, any uh, suggestions on stuff. I think that High school and the boosters do a great job getting everything together for these these games. And you know what? The other part of it is having fans in the stands. And they're there, but then they decide to leave when the halftime entertainment's over. And that's a bad thing. Well, take a cue from Mr. Bill Vec, your Sox fan, right? <laughs> uh, I'm not, it's high school. It's not professional sports and all that uh it's, it's not okay all right question for you scoo uh, all i'm you, saying that's that's just my editorial comment that i can say and you it's said, a great great show great time stay support the kids is there a lake forest high school mascot yeah scout so there's a scout running In around the no there's usually they have some. I don't know. Well, I'm they from... have some. The uh, the Scout Nation is the uh, mascot. The, the school has a Scout Nation group of kids that oh. support. And so, a scout's really an Indian. <laughs> I'm just saying, Lane Tech. I went to Lane Tech. What, 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 we had to get rid of think, the Indian. The, we... What do you think a scout is? Come My on, scout. <laughs> It's an Indian. You want to go there and say, yeah, it's an Indian. Lane Tech High School held a meeting tonight on whether to get rid of its controversial mascot. WGN Shannon Halligan live outside the school with what was decided within the last half hour. Shannon. 
Yeah, just in the last 20 minutes, the Lane Tech School Council voted to discontinue the use of the school's Native American symbol. There's been a lot of debate on this topic among alumni, current students, staff, and the community. The school council held a digital meeting tonight with opinions voiced across the board. The high school has been home to the Lane Tech Indians with a Native American man wearing a feathered headdress. That's been the mascot for more than 100 years. But the push to change the symbol came after more than 1,000 alums signed a petition asking the school to remove the mascot, saying it was racist and wrong. After that, the school council issued a survey. More than 9,000 people responded, and the vote was 52% in favor of discontinuing the mascot. 75% of the current students were in favor of changing the Native American symbol. I have listened um, and I also strongly believe that having the name of an Indian is disrespectful on so many levels and it is harmful and I vote to dis I vote no I do not want to continue having the Indian as the symbol for Lane Tech. Now, this vote is non-binding. It is just a recommendation to the administration. But the next steps for the school council would be to form a committee to create a new symbol for the school. Reporting outside of Lane Tech, Shannon Halligan, WGN News. A scout is an Indian. That's that's what it's been forever. That is going to be the What do you want to talk? You want to talk about the uh, getting rid of the scout? Uh, mascot now. You watch. Is that why you want to? I've seen it happen. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Lane Tech like... champions. Lane Tech Indians what, turn into Lane Tech I am Pete. I'm just calling it as I see it, Scoop. So the, so the game, uh, it started off with uh, Coach kicking off. He, he, I've never seen him do that before. Um, the they defense the was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, he they, he chose to kick off. At least what's that's what the fourteen year old said on the show. And uh, usually when you do that is, you know, at the beginning of the year, the defense is ahead of the offense, and if your defense is stronger than your offense, and you you do that, but he he hasn't done that before. Does the defense? What what do you think? Is the defense stronger? I know you got young kids at quarterback. Um, Figuring things uh, out. Senior, senior at quarterback. Um, yeah, it, it's a, I mean, they brought up 11 sophomores, so it's a young team. It's, um, it was a pretty bad game. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of mistakes, a lot of sacks. Uh, the, the old line needs I don't help, think, huh? I don't think St. Francis was, you know, is a team that's going to be looked at as, uh, a state contender they may i don't know but they were bigger than the scouts yeah. and they just uh they just struggled i thought i mean it was i don't know if it was an experience or not but um they have some talented players but they got to clean up a lot of stuff hopefully this week at carmel that changes but um yeah it's a strong conference but yeah, uh yeah. yeah a lot of mistakes that um, a lot of good plays, but more bad than good, and you know. Well, it's uh, hopefully they change. It change turns around. Well, we're trying, I think they're trying to figure out the quarterback. Passing Passanato's uh, 
they, they, they like their quarterbacks also be punters, or is it just a yeah? How it, that, that's his offense, which okay. <laughs> um, but he also plays linebacker too, right? I think that yeah, yeah, he did. He played linebacker last year, and that's his. Yeah. I think his strength, stronger yeah. position, but um, and I think he had to play a couple series at linebacker. But yeah. but again, I mean that's um, getting no, this... into philosophies and all that. Uh, yeah, the best players, you know, this year best players need to be on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I've always, I've always been in favor of that, particularly with when you have don't have twenty two, you know studs yeah. you want to get your and have a players. hell of a i mean st francis st francis had their best players on both sides of the, the field but um i think we're gonna have, probably see that this year but i mean crap and i heard at the start of the game they brought up 11 sophomores <laughs> that's that's kind of unheard of so they might they're young and yeah um not big that's going to be a challenge in this north suburban because north suburban is pretty stacked um so yeah, it's uh, I'm just bad first game. Yeah, but well, uh, I'm just saying they you know take it no, to Carmel and you know. no no nobody asked me, but in case they did on the old line, I understand you guys are trying to figure it out. Widen out the split, spread it out if you don't have a good offensive line to create angles for your running. I'm just throwing it out there, Big Cat. I'm sure you just give me a call. I'll give you the the clue one. Uh, but on the other side of the maybe ball, they can I, do that at halftime. Is you come out and maybe you and Big Cat could go to midfield and do kind of a sumo kind of wrestle type of thing <laughs> at the end of the game, Scoo. <laughs> or do that at the end of the game. It's hard to do it at the end of the game when everyone's walking out and all that. But I think at halftime, you know, it's like you can do a Lake Forest podcast sumo wrestle with uh, Big Cat, and you guys go at it and. Well, yeah. I'll be dressed in the Indian suit, and <laughs> we can't. I don't want to say Indian school. Why? On the other side, <laughs> Indian isn't that what they are? Indians? I I don't think they can be, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? So on the other side of the ball, Dash Dorsey. That's a hell of a name, man. He uh, he had a pretty Dash good game. Dorsey. Ah, uh, Dash Dorsey, first down. They had some, they had some good, they had some good players. I mean, but no, um, I mean, for, as the for, scouts played tough as they could. I mean, it's only what seventeen to six or something, but uh, uh it should have been more. But yeah, whatever, for, I mean, first game. Look, last year their first games stunk too, right? They won. I don't think so. Think. No, it lost. To St. Francis. Uh, no, somebody else. I know they lost. It was build up. They're going to be this and that, and they they crapped the bed on the first game. So mm. we're not a first game team. At least that's what I see, Mister Newcomer here. Um, updates, <laughs> updates on uh, Mayor. Are there any good males out there? Looking for a few good guys. Cricket, cricket, cricket. 
don't think Preshlak should throw his hat in the ring. Well, yeah, I mean, Randy Tack's a good candidate. Yeah. I thought he's in the on the interview process. I hope he stays the thing. He he'd be a great mayor. Very good mayor. But well, he needs to go through some surgery. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> slow, slow news week, Scoo. <laughs> oh Sports, football. Didn't you sc- used to leave at halftime too? You were one of those fair weather. Of course. All right, getting back to Lake Forester's uh, college. Saturday, September 3rd, their home openers, Wisconsin Lutheran. Nice. 1 p.m. Go out and support your Foresters. Heck, that's a Saturday, dude. That is Saturday. We're rolling into September, Pete. I might have to uh, partake in that. A little stroll down the street. Yeah. I have never been. Bring your neighbor. Maybe you guys can <laughs> have okay. a beer and bring your neighbor. So Wisconsin Lutheran. Uh, what are they, the Lutes? We'll see. <laughs> the Scoo, Lutes, any... <laughs> I don't know if they're the Lutes. But... <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. Well, that's what the Lutherans say. Uh <laughs> The schedule is Wisconsin Lutheran at Lawrence, home at Knox, September 17th, at Cornell. Wow, Cornell. Is that the Cornell? Iowa. Oh. Illinois College, Saturday 8th. Wow, they get four home games in a row. So look at this. Come out and support the scouts. Six home games. You know what they should do is, uh, do they do any co-pros with the college and the high school? Do you know? When co-pros. Co-promotion where. Oh, you're using acronyms. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess. I Friday, Saturday game. Well, I'm just saying, have the, uh, the college cheerleaders come at the end of the game or, you know, recruit. What's your some deal at the... the end of the game? Because you're crying about how everybody's leaving. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm trying to get more supporters to stay and cheer on the high school students who are working their asses off to put on a show. I not whining. Okay. You're not whining. You're suggesting. You're, yeah. su- you're suggesting, and I'm I'm really digging deep on coming up with different ways. How we got a college right here, <laughs> not too far away. Right. That, you know, maybe some of the college kids will show up, you know, with their flasks. I think you've been drinking. <laughs> I might have to I edit need, out I the need, whole show. <laughs> I need I need to. I need to. School. All right. Always, that was a good always one. leave them wanting more. <laughs> maybe you bring a box of uh, podcast koozies and hand them out to people get free ones if they want to stay for the game. Ooh, there, there you go. go. That's not bad at all. Get it done, Pete. Get it done. Or people that stay to the end of the game get a free whatever at Joe's Chiefs. Just saying. Come by after the game. Win-win for everybody. They stick around and to get a free beer to come by after the game. Everybody goes home at 10 o'clock anyways. 
Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers and listeners just like you, like Shark Guy Beach Fishing, premier South Florida beach fishing experience on Longboat Key, Florida. Their world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for your next charter. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Reverend Luke back from the Church of the Holy Spirit. Matt A. Elizabeth C. Coastal Lance Otto, RDM, Broadstop Breakfast Group in Kenosha, Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha, Greentown Tavern in Waukegan, Johnny C. And welcoming our newest supporter, the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. seven now so it'll be interesting to see if they do something and it's a good punt there for the scouts and it's fielded and it's fumbled and it's loose scouts football great play there by the scouts and that is recovered by number 13 ryan hippel the junior an electric play by the lake Forest scouts that's exactly what they needed right there scouts put the ball in play first and ten and that is a huge turn of momentum for the scouts, something they needed, capitalizing on a St. Francis mistake. Mistake made by number two, Ian Willis, the sophomore wide receiver. And that is the beauty of football. Just like that, the momentum of the game can change. You know, Brendan, it's very different from other sports. Huge turn of momentum for the scouts, something they needed, capitalizing on a St. Francis mistake. Mistake made by number two, Ian Willis, the sophomore wide receiver. And that is the beauty of football. Just like that, the momentum of the game can change. You know, Brendan, it's very different from other sports, you know. But football, the momentum like that can change. And now the scouts have possession again. Way better field position. And they are electric on the field. Great play by the Lake Forest scouts. 
Rocco Caputo doing a great job there of putting pressure in their face. Hand off to Carlos who has some space and he'll take it wide and he's up the field trucking a defender and he gets forward for about 15. Cutlars lowered his shoulder there and bodied the defender. Cutlars is not afraid to use this athleticism and absolutely destroyed the St. Francis defender. Brennan, they are not afraid to keep using their running backs. That's one thing that I love about Coach Bass at any moment, but you know, when the running plays work, why not keep going with it? Brennan, do you remember the game last year where the scouts did not throw the ball for the entire first half? Maybe have maybe a couple times. Looks like that might be something they do today. I don't know. We'll see if they have trust in Passanato. Passanato looking to throw here. Pressure in his face, and it's an interception! And... He'll be dragged down at the 37-yard line. Amari Head with the pick there. Yeah, that is unlucky there. You know, the scouts had a great start, you know, great chance. And it looks like he's going to return this one. Fairly caught. Oh, he breaks his ankles. Nia Williams. And yeah, it came back there for holding. It'll be second and nine here. Handoff up the middle once again for Ian Willis and he stays on his feet and he goes towards the end zone and that'll be a touchdown St. Francis good run there by St. Francis number 12 Amari Head Amari Head like you said is the head of the team here leading the pack scoring the first touchdown for St. Francis it was a very defensive battle in the start here but looks like St. Francis is able to put the first points onto the board Danny Dimes been working out with QB1. Shotgun formation, four out wide. Garrigan to his right in the backfield. Danny Dimes throws it and throws a pick. It's picked off there by St. Francis. That's number five. Dom here. Jack Riley. Screen pass out wide. Got nowhere to go. Number showing a lot of aggressiveness here on defense, coming out with that blitz almost every single drive. Third and second and fifteen. This would be a big stop to make it third. Shotgun formation, looking to throw. It's Jack Riley. Oh, and he has a fumble. Ball's loose, and it's recovered by the scouts. Scouts football. That was massive. Lake Forest scouts, absolutely electric. That is exactly why you do the blitz and scouts ultimately come out with the scouts defense is looking like an absolutely new football team here they are just absolutely electric and Jack Riley the quarterback there his clock was rung he was knocked to the ground here for St. Francis poor snap is a fake and he's throwing it oh and it's dropped Dropped by number 13, Ryan Hipple. Young player there, Ryan Hipple. Only a junior, but you know, playing on this varsity field, you've got to be able to make those catches. That is when you need your senior players like Evan Sloan, who again is battling an illness at home right now. Absolutely. Looking to throw deep. Scouts pressure, and it's a sack. That is that scout's defense, Tommy Aberly, his second force, his second sack of the day. You know, he had one forced fumble earlier. Scout's defense is electric. That'll be fourth down and 
Center, Passanato. He's wrapped up his offensive line, not doing much there. Could have been a face mask call there. Non-football events, there are uh, lemonade slushies at the concession stands. I know uh, most of you probably aren't at the game, but uh, come come on next time and maybe you'll get your hands on one. Pass to uh, Caputo here. Ugonis <laughs> on the field, and he gets very close to the first down. He was stumbling there, managed to stay on his feet. And I believe that is his first ever varsity catch. Rocco Caputo did everything to stay on his feet on that one. He was stumbling all over the place. But hey, that's a big play for the scouts. But it is fourth and three now. Keep fourth and four. They just take a knee here. Try to get out yeah, of it. Looks like that's the sort of formation they're in. But hey, I've seen trick plays where it's a fake kneel. Scouts defense looks ready and yeah. Oh, good play there by the scouts defense to wrap him up. That's number 17, Deshaun Williams. Not Deshaun Watson. Different Deshaun W. Let's not confuse. He does not like massage therapists. That's a different Deshaun W. Oh. Fumble. Fumble! Fumble! Yes! Let's go! Fumble! Oh! Oh my goodness! Looks like no, St. Francis was able to cover this one, but Scouts defense is absolutely electric this game. Three seconds left here on the clock. Looks like they're in punting formation, but... I snap, it's a fake! Right up the middle to number six! And he's off to the races. This would be a huge letdown if St. Francis scores here and he'll just be pushed out of bounds. Good play there, but... Looks like the scouts were just in prevent formation there. Number six, Brady Piper. Donald Trump and King Richard Benson. Happy birthday to all of these people watching the game. <clears throat> Shotgun formation. Dumps it out to Cutlers, who stays in bounds. He turns up field, and he's got some space ahead. He's at the 50 and falls over, and he gets the ball. Fumbles a little bit. He makes the defender oh look silly. Oh my goodness, Harry Cutlers. We'll get the first down. That's a big pickup yeah, there. Many more. Which starred the Black Knight and the Blue Squire way back in the day. That's way back. Fourth and five here. Looks like Passanato is going to fake the punt, and he has a man wide open, and it's caught up the field all the way down inside the 15. That's number, that's number two, Andrew Lyon. Good catch and run after. Andrew Lyon making the plays here. He is an extremely underrated player here for the scouts. Formerly defensive player. I guess he's playing some offense now. Lake Forest scouts are coming out hot this drive. There's a flag on the play. Himself, no, it'll be a handoff up the middle to Cutlers. Is he in? Let's see. Refs Let's making see the, the call. call. What's the call going to be? I think he might be short. What are the refs saying? Looks like just one yard short. It's third and one. 
This is gonna be big for the Lake Forest Scouts. Scouts going, hurry up here. Passanato keeps it. Can he get the first yes! Touchdown Scouts! Lake Forest Scouts are on the board! Pandelity, how do you do? Right in the bread basket! That is a Lake Forest Scouts touchdown! That is massive! Oh my goodness, that is exactly what the scouts needed at this time. Seven minutes and 54 seconds left in this, in this uh, third quarter here. Six to seven. All they need is that extra point to tie it up. And St. Fra Francis better get that stolen Lamborghini ready to head out here because I think the scouts are on a roll. Passing out of the kick. And he misses it. That is not, you know, a great way to end such a good drive, but... Looks like Passanato is going to fake the punt, and he has a man wide open, and it's caught up the field. 92 yards, yeah, absolutely horrific field position. That stinks. Dropping back, they got a man wide open. Blown coverage there. Number two, Ian Willis, breaking down the field, running all the way across, and it looks like he might... Get wrapped up and thrown to the ground that's after a gain of about 52. That's number 70, Harry Capsick. A good tackle, but all that work of such a good kick by Robert Passanato kind of the uh, blown yeah, formation. That's just a beginning. miscommunication there. Defense has got to be better than that, and they have been. You know, they have been stellar this game, but that's just a miscommunication on the defense's fault. Dropping back to throw. Oh, and he's brought to the ground. Bang. Ouch. He is taken down. What a tackle. Tommy Aberly. Tommy Aberly is a beast. Here we go. Four out wide here for the Spartans. Looks like definitely some zone coverage on this one. Delay game on St. Francis here. Just little things like that, they're going to help the scouts. You need every single yard. Every yard matters. Five is a lot. Definitely a lot. Say every yard you can get, ones and twos, makes a huge difference. It's big. Oh, definitely. Big. Dropping back to throw. Takes a deep shot. It has a man wide open over the middle. Touchdown, St. Francis. Quite honestly, that is... Uh, that's Dash Dorsey. As we said in the beginning of the game, Dash Dorsey is going to be a problem here for the Lake Forest Scouts, and that will put him on the board. You know, it'll be inter interesting to see here if they do go for two points, you know, kind of take advantage of the fact that if they miss it, it's not going to be a problem for them. I think that's smart. And, but no, it looks like the kicker is coming on here, and uh, I don't know. Again, blown coverage. Brendan, if I had to take a guess, I would say the defense is gassed at this point. You know, he's not, the quarterback here is not afraid to show off his arm this late in the game, and I think he's preserving it, quite honestly. We're forgetting he's a D1 athlete. He is. Kick is good. Moving to more streaming platforms like NFHS that you're on now. Hand off up the middle. And we thank you, viewers, for tuning in to the first of Varsity Football. Four out wide, one in the backfield here. Looks like St. Francis jumped off sides, maybe. Let's hope it's not a false start.
now really eager to get in the game because he knows that he will be able to make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see guys on the bench here, nothing wrong with that. You know, you see guys kind of getting stretched out, this and that, but Rocco is eager to get on the field. Two out wide. Passanato handoff up the middle. Goes uh, nowhere. It'll not be third too good. Down. That's a slow handoff. You know, you got to be faster. With these guys. Don't be deceived. These guys are, I'll do it all. And there we are. Nice little spin move. Goes nowhere, though. He sacked for a loss, and St. Francis will get the goal-ish. Maybe a little more, a little less, give or take. 27 to be exact. We know kicking isn't fantastic for these teams, but he drills it right through. Yeah, that kick there. You know, scouts did a great job there, but that kick's going to be crucial. They're going to have to be able to get the two-point conversion at this point and score a field goal or touchdown. So it is now...